you out there doing your best to get on with life? Because, as you already know, it's what you make of your life that really counts. And sometimes having a few shortcuts to help you on your way can be very useful. The NLP Matters podcast might just be the toolbox you need to focus your attention, your effort, your drive onto what really does make the difference. Built on the foundation of neuro-linguistic programming, the NLP Matters podcast offers proven recipes you can use to create and sustain your life your way. G'day and welcome to the NLP Matters podcast. I'm your host, Joe Clark, and I'm excited to be here today exploring in detail with you the first two core needs from the six core needs model developed by Tony Robbins. These are the need for certainty and, somewhat ironically, the need for uncertainty. You may remember from our last podcast that a critical feature of this model is that we're talking about needs. This means that they are not merely desires or nice-to-haves. Rather, they are essential needs that we must meet. The only choice we get is how we meet them. And we can do this in either resourceful ways, as in ways that serve us well, or we will meet them in unresourceful ways. All of us need, at least to some extent, to feel the world is a safe place. And one way we gain this feeling is by having some level of predictability. This means we can focus on other things. We can notice the things that are novel or different. It's almost like having some reality that we can take for granted and that this creates space for us to think about other things or space for us to be creative and innovative. In some cultures, the focus on meeting the need for certainty is higher than in others. For example, in Australia, we like to have a high level of certainty. In the current COVID-19 pandemic, we can clearly see how people have modified their behaviours to increase their certainty. Things like social distancing, staying at home more, stockpiling groceries are all examples of changes we have made to increase our certainty in the face of the high uncertainty the virus has brought. The second core need, the need for uncertainty, although the flip side of the coin to certainty, is nevertheless a need that must also be met. Otherwise, we will be terribly bored. And no one wants that. Meeting the need for uncertainty gives us variety, adventure, and keeps us interested and engaged. Our capacity to handle the uncertainty that life dishes up has an enormous impact on the success we can achieve, because being able to adapt, change, and innovate are important not only for survival, but even more importantly, they are absolutely essential if we want to thrive. So we now know that meeting our need for certainty is how we create a sense that we are okay in the world, that there are things that are predictable, things we can take for granted. And because of this, we can operate on automatic in many aspects of our life. 
Some people endeavour to meet their need for certainty with an external focus. They believe that in order to meet this need, they have to have control. They want to know exactly what is happening and when. They want to always be prepared. Others, however, meet their need for certainty internally. They develop flexibility and have certainty that they can adapt. So their certainty comes from their own capacity, skills and self-trust. Our need for uncertainty or variety is where we get the spice of life. If you have a high need for uncertainty, then you'll seek out new and different experiences. You might love to travel or to meet new people, like having new experiences, or you might change jobs. In the extreme, a high need for uncertainty can mean you dabble in things rather than committing and mastering them. You try this and that rather than focusing on building your skills. Remember, the challenge around the six core needs is finding resourceful strategies and behaviours that will meet our core needs. So let's take a look at how meeting these needs can work out. For example, If we look in Australia, we know that when we're employed in a job that will get a paid wage, and we also know that the wage we'll receive will probably be a certain amount per hour that falls within a certain range of salary, which is most likely determined by a legislated award. The award wage structure in Australia provides workers with certainty about their income, which means they then make plans, purchase property and goods, and live their life without constantly thinking about whether next week they will have sufficient income to survive. Their base level of certainty is relatively high. In contrast to that, where an employee is employed on a casual basis with fluctuating hours, whilst they may have certainty about their hourly salary, they don't have certainty about their weekly earnings. This means they have to think about whether they will or will not have sufficient money next week to pay their bills. They're constantly thinking about money. Their base level of uncertainty is higher and their appetite for certainty is often very high. And if a person is currently unemployed, the level of uncertainty is extremely high indeed. Now, because many of our behaviours are actually based on which of our needs are not being met, It is likely that people with job security and predictable income have got an appetite for more uncertainty and variety in their life. They're seeking to fulfill this need and for them that could really feel like motivation. So it's quite motivating for them. They're trying to fulfill a need that's currently not being met. This can also mean they don't really understand or empathise with people who are starved for certainty. A common mistake we make as human beings is to project our own desires, in this case the desire for uncertainty, onto those who already have a full plate of uncertainty to deal with. For example, people who are unemployed or have unreliable work. They have a pretty full plate of uncertainty to deal with every day. We can see evidence of this projection in things like the governing policies and tests designed to increase the uncertainty for those whose lives are already overwhelmed with the uncertainty around their income 
And this is done in the mistaken belief that this approach will somehow motivate them to make changes and find a job. When in fact, the more uncertainty they have, the less cognitive space or thinking space is available for problem-solving, creative ideas or initiative. The big question that's fascinating for me right now is what happens when you flip this? So right now, when the majority of the population suddenly finds themselves unsure about their income, their job, and their capacity to survive financially. This is exactly the situation many people across the world are now finding themselves in. A world of high uncertainty. And guess what? Everyone gets to discover that increasing uncertainty does not motivate them in this environment. If anything, it pushes them to their limits. And we know this because they begin to behave in erratic and odd ways, hoarding random grocery items, feeling a bit paranoid, rejecting evidence and taking foolish risks, perhaps blaming and accusing others, or in some cases indulging in pure nonsensical ravings. And I'm sure we can think of some leaders of the free world who seem to be taking that path. It is true that people with a low tolerance for uncertainty will often retreat and close down and becoming ineffective when there's a need to respond and adapt to change. They may even become a control freak in an effort to minimise their feeling of uncertainty. The question we get to ask ourselves at these times is, can our responses to uncertainty be the key to meeting our need for certainty? If we choose resourceful responses, we prove to ourselves that, yes, I'm up for it. I've got this. No matter what, I will get through. And it's in confronting the uncertainty in our lives that we then build our self-trust, our flexibility, our resourcefulness, and ultimately meet our need for certainty. And perhaps... We can also remember that next time we have a belly full of certainty, we remember and can have some compassion towards those who only know how it feels when it is missing. All dysfunctional behaviours arise from the inability to consistently meet the six human needs, especially these two basic ones, certainty and uncertainty. By better understanding which of the basic human needs is the driving force behind human behaviour, you can not only choose to make changes in your own life, you may also find you can connect and provide compassionate support to others who are stuck with little certainty and way too much uncertainty in their lives. Understanding these needs and which ones are trying to be met in any given moment can help you choose to create new patterns that lead to lasting fulfilment. Join me over the next episode as we continue to explore this new knowledge about one of the most powerful drivers of human behaviour and how we can resourcefully meet our needs and achieve the outcomes we want to have in our life. In our next episode, we'll focus on the next two core needs, the core need of significance and the core need of love or connection. Stay awesome and I look forward to connect with you in the next episode. 
Wow, thanks for showing up and listening in. We would love to hear from you. Send your thoughts, ideas or questions via email to joanne at destinypursuit.com.au. Now it's time to take today's recipe out into your own life. Notice the differences that show up as you apply it. We'd love to hear how you are progressing with your new approach.